Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. Hopefully you're doing well this week. I uh, don't know where you're at, but the sun is shining today. Uh, the only bad news is we're getting more, more snow tomorrow. So um, this week is, uh, I don't know when you're listening to this episode. Uh, it could be years from now. Not sure, but uh, this week it's actually even uh, freezing temperatures in Texas. So it, it's just one of those weeks in uh, the continental United States of America. It's just cold, but it's great to have you with us today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Uh, just thank you. Appreciate you uh, for uh, just tuning in to us and, you know, taking a listen and trying to better your walk with the Lord. And uh, with that, I would love to hear from you uh, how your walk with the Lord is going. If there's questions that we can help you answer, um, you know, if, if you're new with us, I, I don't just do this podcast, but uh, I, I also pastor a church, uh, same church for about the last 14 years. And so if there's questions that we can answer for you or ways that we can help you, just let us know. And you can connect with us on Facebook. Uh, just search for Guarding the Well. Uh, you'll see us there right on uh, Facebook. You can connect with us. You can like the page, follow the page. Um, you know, send us a message, send us a comment, uh, anything along those lines, or you could even leave, leave us a comment here on, uh, Podbean. Um, you, you just leave a comment there. And, uh, if you don't mind, uh, like and share and comment and review and subscribe to this podcast would really, really appreciate it because I don't know about you, but I've been enjoying doing these podcasts a lot more than uh, I thought I would. And, um, Hopefully you're enjoying it and getting something out of it as well. And with that, uh, I would like to just, you know, make an announcement to you all uh, this week is this. What a lot of people don't realize is that this podcast, Guarding the Well podcast, actually comes from a book that I wrote. And uh, the book that I wrote just got uh, released last week, uh, about a week ago, and it is called Guarding the Well. I, I know I'm really original with titles, um, but uh, I, I wanted to give both the book and the podcast the same title because the podcast comes from uh, the book, it, and it it really gives gave me the idea for the podcast and what to kind of focus in on, and that's guarding your well. And uh, the book right now, as time of this recording, is only in uh, ebook right now, but we're working on getting that into uh, paperback. And uh, the book is called Guarding the Well, and you can find that on Amazon if you want. And you pick it up. It's uh, it's two ninety nine. It's a short book. Um, it's only roughly about forty thousand words. And so, if if you're a writer or anything along those lines, you know that that's not too long uh, of a book. And it should take you. Uh, Amazon says it should take you under two hours to read. So uh, I don't know how fast of a reader you are or anything along those lines, but that's what Amazon says. And so, uh, we'll go by Amazon uh, on that. But in honor of that book coming out. Uh, guarding the well coming out last week, I wanted to talk about uh, a short little section in one of the chapters uh, this week with you. Um, that book is all about guarding our well, just like this podcast. Uh, everything comes from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, uh, where Solomon says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And so I talk about uh, really four or five main things in that book uh, on how to guard our, our well, guard our heart. And most of them deal with the internal battles that we all face with uh, emotions and mindsets and desires. Um, 
which we haven't spoken about on this podcast much, but they're, they're in the book. And I wanted to give you just a small sampling of that book today, and I'm not going to read it to you. I'm just going to talk to you about what, what I wrote about in this one little section. And what that is, is this. What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? Now, I'm not talking about what you had for breakfast this morning or, you know, are you going to have a sandwich for for lunch or are you going to have a salad? I'm not talking about the food that you're actually eating physically, like no cheeseburgers or anything along those lines. But I'm talking about what are you feeding your mind? What are you putting into your heart and your mind in your life? What are you feeding on? You see, for you and I, to guard our hearts, to guard our well, as the title suggests, you and I need to renew our mind. And that's something that Paul talks about in the book of Romans, and that we need to renew our mind. That our mind always needs to be renewing so that we do not conform to the image of this world. Um, and that's what we need to be doing. But in order for us to renew our mind, and, and I talk more about this in, in the book, but one of the things that we have to do to renew our mind and is to... Um, watch what we're feeding ourselves. You know, what we feed ourselves, what we don't feed ourselves actually guards our heart. It guards our well. I don't know if you've ever heard this saying, but uh, the saying is we are what we eat. And that's true. If you sat there and you ate a Big Mac for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day, what's going to happen? We all know that we're going to become what we eat. We're going to start to look like a Big Mac. Um, It's just the way it is. If if that's what we feed ourselves, we become what we eat. If we put garbage into our mind, um, garbage is going to come out of us. And and the reason that is, is because of this. Our mind influences our heart. And our heart is the center of who we are. Jesus tells us that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, that that our heart is the center of who we are, and everything flows out of our heart. And so whatever is in our heart, uh, whether it is something good to bad to ugly, whatever the case may be, whatever is in our heart is eventually going to work its way out through our words, through our actions, through our emotions, whatever the case may be. And so if we're putting garbage into our mind, well, that garbage is going to influence our heart and then it's going to work its way out. And so we need to be mindful of what we're feeding ourselves on because it's going to influence our heart. And not only that, what we feed on is what we desire. I'll give you a great example. If you sit there and you eat chocolate. What are you going to want to eat more of? Chocolate. Uh, I think it was years ago, the Lay's Potato Chip uh, Company, uh, they had a commercial and it said, uh, you can't just eat one, right? You just can't eat one chip because once you eat a chip and you get the, the saltiness and the greasiness, you desire more and then you desire more. It's, it's literally what you feed on is what you crave more of. And that goes not just for food, but the things that we watch. If you have a favorite TV show, why do you think we binge watch TV shows? Because we feed on that show and it it entices us. It, it feeds us in one way or another and we long for more of it. That's why it's so important to watch what we're feeding ourselves. Because what's going to happen is what we feed ourselves is going to come out and then we're going to want more of that. And so let me ask you this. What are you feeding yourself? 
What are you feeding your heart and your mind? And parents, I'm going to ask you this too. Parents, what are your kids feeding on? That is so important. I've been doing youth ministry for about 20 years now, and I cannot tell you how important it is for parents to watch and guard what their kids, what their teenagers are feeding themselves. And I, I know when, when kids become teenagers, we can't micromanage every single thing that they do. But it's so important that we watch what they feed themselves, that we talk to them about what they're feeding themselves on and explain to them the dangers of it. Um, it it's so important. So let me ask you this. What are you feeding yourself? And I'll give you a couple ideas to get your, your mind working this morning. One of the things that we feed ourselves on are, are conversations that we have with others. And so what kind of conversations are you having with others at work, through uh, social media, uh, you know, friends, family, whatever the case may be? Are they conversations that have good language in them? Are they conversations that have good subject matter in them and with them? Because what starts to happen is we can start having conversations with other people and the subject matter is not good. It's not God-honoring. It's not beneficial. The language in the conversations may not be God-honoring and beneficial to us, but we what we'll feed ourselves on. And all that is going into our heart and all that's going into our mind. Well, here's another one. What kind of shows are you watching right now? Would you watch that show with Jesus sitting next to you? Like We have to be really, really careful about the shows that we watch, not just for ourselves, but what kind of shows are your kids and teenagers watching? Because all those thoughts, all those uh, teachings are fed into our hearts and our minds. And so if we sit there watching shows that are filled with... Uh, sexuality, uh, half-naked people, or maybe even naked people, uh, if we're watching shows that are filled with uh, murder and drug abuse and adultery and all sorts of things, well, guess what? That starts feeding our mind, and that starts putting the thought in our, in our head and in our heart that those things are okay, that, you know, it's just, eh, it's just life, whatever, you know, just whatever, and God's going, nope, no, because you're, you're feeding on that garbage and it's completely against the things that I, I'm talking about, that I want for you. And we're not guarding our heart and guarding our mind. And so what are the conversations like that you're a part of? What are the shows like that you are watching? And here's one for you. What are the books like that you are reading? If you read books, what are they about? Are they, are they things that are good, that are godly? I'm not saying that they, everything has to be a Christian book. Uh, you could read a history book, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we all know that there's books out there that we wouldn't really say that are good and beneficial to us. Uh, what about the songs that you listen to? And I know people get hung up on this one. Like Even music? Yep, even music. About two or three years ago, I, I was scrolling through Facebook and I came across a, a video of a rapper that I listened to way back in high school. And so I, I put it on, you know, that uh, old time feeling, if you would, right? And so I put it on and I'm listening to him and I'm hearing what he's saying and I'm going, oh my word, I like this guy. Every word out of his mouth was against God. 
It was against the, 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 the precepts and the laws and the grace and the blessings of God and everything that he was talking about, everything that he was, um, you know, praising was fully and totally against God and his word. And I, and I could just feel it in my, in my heart that what they were saying was not good. And so what are the lyrics of the songs that you're listening to? What are the lyrics of the songs that your kids are listening to? Because that's what they're feeding on. That's what's getting into their heart. That's what's getting into their mind. And here's one for you. And I heard this saying, uh, oh, maybe maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. And so this isn't original, but it, it comes off of the line I said earlier, we are what we eat. Uh, well, one author, he, he puts it this way. He says, we become what we click. Let me say that again. We become what we click. And what they're talking about is just like we become what we eat, but what we click on is what we become. Think about that. It, it really is true. We live in a society right now that what we click on is what we become. Because what we click on, we're going to watch. You know, this is why you, you get trapped in watching YouTube videos for, for a half hour. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but you... You go to YouTube to, to find out how to do something, like something that's beneficial, and then you see a video on, on the right-hand side going, oh, that looks like a good video, I'll watch that. And like an hour later, you know, you're still watching YouTube videos, right? Well, we become what we click. And so let me ask you this, what, what are you clicking on? Because what you're clicking on in your daily life is what is feeding you. You know, I did uh, in, in one of my sermons uh, within the last year, I talked about how we, uh, for most adults in America, you know, social media, being on our phones in one way or another, the, the screen time on our phones is literally a part-time job that we will spend hours upon hours a day on our phones, on, on, on a screen but yet we won't have quality time with our family or friends. And what we're doing is we're clicking on all these sites. We're clicking on all these posts, all these theories that are out there. And the more we read them, the more we listen to them, the more we are engaged with them, the more we start to act on them, the more we believe them, the more they start to feed our hearts and our minds in and on something. We become what we click. Is that you? See, if we find ourselves, or excuse me, if we feed ourselves with the things that go against the Lord, our actions are going to follow. Think back over your life right now. Can you see in your life where you have started to feed on things that are not godly, that are not right? And then look at your walk with Jesus. Since you've been feeding yourself on those things that are not right and not godly, has your walk with Jesus suffered? Have you started to doubt things about God or what his word says? Because that's what happens. When we feed ourselves the things that go against the Lord, our actions are going to follow. It may not be immediately, but the more we feed on those things, the sooner our actions, our thoughts, our mindsets are going to be going against the Lord. See, I came across the question a couple of years ago that, that's always stood out to me, and especially with this subject matter of what we're feeding ourselves. And what that question is, is this. How much do you hear from the world on how it wants you to be? And then how much do you hear from God on how he wants you to be? Let me say that to you again. 
How much do you hear from the world on how it wants you to be? And then how much do you hear from God on how he wants you to be? You see, the world is always trying to tell us and teach us and influence us on what the world wants us to be and how we ought to act and the things that we ought to think. And social media does that. Songs do that. Books do that. Other people do that. It's just the world in general. Well, how much time are you being fed by the things of the world telling you what you ought to be? But then on the flip side, how much time are you spending hearing from the Lord, feeding on the Lord and the things of the Lord and how he wants you to be. You have 168 hours in a week. 168 hours in a week. How many hours are spent feeding on the things that are good and godly and pure and righteous so that you could grow and protect your heart and your walk in the Lord and know what he wants you to be doing and how he wants you to be doing it in your life. One of the things that I've struggled with um, in youth ministry, there's been uh, a couple of times where where parents would um, just come to me and, and and tell me, you know, my kid isn't doing well in their walk with the Lord, and I'm like, well, they only come to youth group for an hour and a half a week. What are they doing for the the rest of the week? And that's the case with us, just as individuals. When we'll only give the Lord an hour, maybe two hours a week, and the rest of the week, the rest of our time is spent feeding on the things of the world, well, what do you think is going to influence us more? When we as parents look at our kids going, okay, how much time are they spending in trying to hear from God and feed on the things of God compared to them feeding on the things of the world? We have 168 hours in a week. How many hours do we spend feeding on the things that are good and godly and right with the Lord um, so that he can teach us what it is that he wants us to be doing? You see, the more we feed on falsehood and misinformation, the more we start to believe it and act on it. And so let me ask you this week, what are you feeding yourself on? What are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your heart? Is it things that are good and godly and pleasing to the Lord that'll help you guard your heart, that'll help you grow in your walk with the Lord? Or are you just feeding on the things of the world that are going to influence you and lead you astray and harm your walk with the Lord? Only really you can answer that question. Hopefully it's the things of the Lord. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Really appreciate you. Hopefully uh, the Lord will bless you and pull you closer to him. And hopefully you're you're growing in the Lord and that you'll have a much stronger walk with the Lord um, throughout this day and in the coming days and the weeks. You take care now.